0: has to put it up with the, buzzer, banks it in. <laughs> the world becomes your library to help you to become better at your craft. Welcome back to the Kentucky Resilience Lab podcast. I'm Olivia. And I'm
1: Sam, and today we'll be talking about mental resetting or reset buttons. So resetting is something that I personally think is definitely one of the most valuable tools that you can have in your little mental skills toolbox. It's uh, it's really easy to get stuck on thinking about the last play or the last competition or making up for a mistake you've made, you know, just thinking about things that have already happened and, and getting kind of overwhelmed in those thoughts and distractions and that reset button just kind of gives you a fresh start it like it wipes the slate clean and allows you to start again it's it's a new game it's a new competition and you're just kind of starting from the beginning and not letting anything pull you backwards and i think it's really it's kind of important to figure out what works for you like olivia and i before we started recording we're talking about different examples of what we do um because it, it really is up to us to kind of personalize it and figure out what works for us and, and when we need to use it. Cause it can be, um, mental, physical, verbal, an internal cue, an external cue. Like there are just so many different options,
0: you know? Yeah. And I think going into 2021, after this like crazy year of 2020, it's super important to have a reset button because you are going to be creating your new goals and habits. Um, and it's great to, know when you're doing an exercise. If you fail, you can reset and continue um, on your new like progression of what you're doing. And so it's kind of like a computer rebooting. So like you'll have a phrase or an action um, and you might not even realize that you are using reset buttons, (laughs) but like a lot of teams use it all the time. Um, And these can just kind of help you like um, Sam was saying, reset any negative thoughts, um, and help you refocus on your goals.
1: Yeah. I mean, there, there are tons of ways to reset, like we said, and there isn't like one right answer that works for everyone. There's no, there's no easy button. I think that's staples. (laughs) There's no easy button. Um, but everyone has, everyone does have an answer that works for them. It's just a matter of figuring out what that is. Um, as always, I'm going to fall back on, on hockey, but, Uh, for a lot of players, the last piece of equipment they're putting on before a game is their gloves. So, um, this is something I personally like to do, but it's definitely a good option for, for hockey players. And you can, of course, make it adaptable to, to your sport, but, um, to mentally reset and restart, maybe that means taking off your gloves on the bench. So when the gloves are off, you kind of take the time to reflect and like be pissed about the last shift or, or be happy about the last shift because good or bad, you know, the last shift doesn't affect the next one. Um, But anything that happened prior to that moment doesn't really matter anymore. So once you put the gloves back on, it's a fresh start, like you're telling your brain that you're restarting the game. That's the thing you do before the game starts. So if you do that, like after every shift, you're basically telling your brain that you're restarting again. So good or bad, whatever happened, you're leaving it behind and you're starting again. Um, I think you just have to like take the time to be mindful and kind of Intentional and figuring out what that
0: reset button is. Yeah. So that actually makes me think in high school, me and my friend, I used to play soccer and I was goalie. Me and my friend, she was a forward. And after each like goal we scored or like break or like timeout, we would go up to each other and she would like put on these imaginary like goalie gloves for me. And then I put (laughs) on her wings because she was like a forward. And then we we'd go and, and like attack like the next play and that kind of looking back on it that's like a way that we were resetting and getting us prepared for the next play um which is super cool to look back on and now mm-hmm. as a swimmer i use like different techniques obviously we were talking about it before how i use like a verbal phrase so for me now swimming i use i am able after every race or like before a race um and that helps me to reset on like the present instead of focusing on like the past. Um, and we, we talked about some other examples that we really liked. Um, <laughs> yep. so, uh, we gave the example of like a basketball player who shoots um, a free throw or like football players, if they just like make a play, like a really great play, they'll like slap each other on the butt or they're, they'll like high five. Um, and those are some kind of unconscious ways that teams might be using reset buttons and they don't even realize it. Um, Mm -hmm. Recognizing that, you can now like go back onto your team and be like, hey, like we're resetting, like let's refocus. And I think that's kind of cool.
1: I think that ties really well into talking about pre-game and like pre-shift, pre-pitch routines. Um, In baseball and softball, pre-pitch routines are very common. I honestly don't think I've ever watched A baseball or softball game and not seen a pitcher kind of go through the the same preparatory kind of routine before throwing each pitch and that just really ties back into resetting like the last pitch does not matter when you're thinking about the next one so they throw their pitch and then they reset and they prepare for the next pitch like it doesn't matter what just happened the next pitch is the one that matters and and I think that's it's so important to have something that you can do to prepare you for the next thing whether that's you know a full 10 second routine before a pitch or a quick reset button like taking off your gloves and putting them back on or saying I am able or slapping your teammate on the butt or getting your butt slapped by a teammate whatever it is um, a reset button or a quick routine to prepare you for the next thing and to wipe the slate clean is is super important I think it really works in stopping you from spiraling into a slump, if that makes sense. Like if you have, if you make a couple bad plays and it turns into a bad quarter or period or half or whatever, you reset. So you have a fresh start going into the next segment of the game. And like I've said, definitely a few times now, the last play can not affect the next play. It already happened. So you take a second, you do your little reboot, you reset and you move on. And you can always go back to those mistakes after a game and kind of analyze and reflect and learn from that. But when you're in the moment and you're like emotionally and almost impulsively thinking about things, you can't train and learn and perform in the span of maximum a few minutes. Like once you're out there, there's no learning you can really do. You just kind of have to execute with what you have. And the best way to be able to execute is to just have a clear mind and be able to refocus and just get back at it.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of times athletes will make a mistake and like hold on to it throughout mm-hmm. the game, and that can really impact how they perform. I know swimming; it's an individual sport, but if if you are if you go off the blocks for your first race and it's bad, you're like, oh no, how do I come back from this? Mm-hmm using reset buttons are really good because you can be like okay we're gonna forget about that we're gonna be where our feet are i know our coach always talks about that and like just focusing on the now and i think this is something that is a really good skill to have um definitely takes practice like obviously you're gonna have to practice ignoring Mm -hmm. thoughts that might be negative or the bad performance but i definitely think this is a great skill to have in your toolbox
1: yeah, for sure. Reset buttons go so well with so many other areas of mental performance, like routines we've talked about, energy renewal, flow, flow for sure. Consistency, I'd say, which also goes into routine and, and preparation
0: and motivation. Even if you think mm-hmm. if you in like failure, if you like fail, well, how are you going to be consistent over time? You have to get over what you did yesterday
1: Um, yeah and I guess that goes back into mindfulness being where your feet are like this really connects to so many different aspects of mental performance and sports psychology it's it's such an important and versatile skill to apply to your game and and I don't think a lot of people I think a lot of people a lot of athletes have a reset button and don't know they do so again it comes back to just being mindful and figuring out what your thing is, what the thing is that's going to help you reset. And I think a lot of the time when we make mistakes, we, we either dwell on that mistake and think about it, or you know maybe it turns into um, a negative mindset kind of thing where we say, like, I don't want to make that mistake again. Don't mess up again. Don't do that again. Or you're so focused on overcompensating for the mistake or for the bad race or whatever it is, that you are almost trying to perform outside of your skill set, which we can't do. Like we we only have so much. We only have the skill set that we have as athletes. So trying to overcompensate and magically perform above our ability just to compensate for a mistake that we made is is it's not productive. <laughs> it's not going to work. You might get lucky a couple of times, but generally it's, it's not going to work for you. So just being able to reset and leave the mistakes behind is super important. And leaving the good place, too. So I mean, it like if I, <laughs> the first shift of a game, I score like the most ridiculously impressive goal of my life, and then I play like absolute trash for the rest of the game, it's still a bad game. Like it doesn't matter what I did on my first shift if the rest of my shifts are horrible. And on the other side of that, if I have a really bad start to a game, and then the rest of the game's really good, that's a really good game. A rough start, yes. <laughs> but it's a good game overall. So being able to leave the good and the bad and just focus on what you have at hand and, and be where your feet are, like you said, is is the key to not overthinking and not letting, not, not getting pulled back, I guess, just just being where you are.
0: Yeah, no, I really like that. I wasn't even thinking about if you have a good performance, even leaving that in the past, because you can get caught up in, oh my gosh, I'm doing so, like you can trip yourself up almost if you have one good play so I think that's super important um to do in sports mm-hmm.
1: yeah gotta focus on the good and the bad and then leave it behind like yeah like when it happens take a second and say like that was unreal like look at me go that's that's good stuff right there and then move on because it doesn't matter anymore you did it your coach saw it your teammate saw it your fans saw it your family friend everyone saw it you're good now move on and and keep playing
0: that's funny that makes me think of a ton of plays that you've just seen like just like games that you watch that really like blow the 10 point lead from the (laughs) the second half
1: yeah like you can't take your foot off the gas you you have to keep going And, and I guess on the other side of that like if you have a 10 point deficit after the first half like you can come back especially if the other team is so fixated on, on their great plays and everything, you have an opportunity to capitalize on that and to come back. You have to stay focused.
0: That's really good. It's good stuff. All right. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to follow us on social media. Our Instagram is kyreslab. Check us out, rate us, give us reviews and have a great day.